You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. Well, folks, at 12.06 on this, it's Friday. It is January 27th. Final Friday. What a gruesome first month of the year it has been. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to welcome everyone in that is tuning in, part of our live simulcast here on the Facebook page, John DePietro Show. Please share that you're watching. Click the like button. And don't forget tonight, Cranston PD Live. What episode is it? I'm not even sure. Is it 11 or 12? Right around there. Is it? Is tonight actually? You know what? Now I, I run into a type of thing if I don't know. It will be... Episode 12. All right. Episode 12. Even I lost track. You know, I actually, why don't I just quickly do the date and then I will know. Okay, tonight is episode 12. Cranston PD Live. If you haven't seen it, uh, it will be posted later on Facebook and so forth, folks. But this portion of the program, as we kick off the noon hour on this Friday, and and then it is incredible that it's a Friday. I have a lot of news to get to. I have a lot of exclusive news to get to. But I want to once again, you know, you've heard me, if you listen to the program, know, I talk about our friend Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial. Well, one of the things, I'm doing my part, all right? Juan has a clear conscience. I can't do any more than what I've been doing in offering a free consultation. And I still get email. How much is this meeting with Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial? F-R-E-E, free, 401-434-1510. One of the things that he can guide you on, and by the way, it would if you listen to the program, if you watch the program, if you appreciate the program, you will pick up the phone. One of the things that he can help you guide on is long-term, long-term care coverage. Now, what does that mean? You know, a lot of people don't realize that as either you get older or your parents get older, People need to sometimes go into assisted living. There are all different types of situation. Now, if you have long-term care coverage, then you're not strapped. Then you're not saying, I can't believe how expensive this is and we can't afford it. And, you know, my yourself or your spouse or your mom or dad, whoever They need full-time care, but my goodness, it's so expensive. Well, you could set up a free consultation and figure out a plan on how you can do that with our guy, Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial, long-term care coverage. Are you covered? I have a a friend who, they're uh, very sadly, but they're their father has dementia, has Alzheimer's. He needs special care. The reason why he's able to be in a top facility is because they have long-term care coverage. Call right now. Listen, I know it's Friday, and I know it's a football weekend. I also know the sun is out. Call today. Set up that free consultation, 401-434-1510. Office is located 400 Massoyed Avenue, East Providence. Tommy is the real deal. I'm going to see him on Monday. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise, free consultation, 
434-1510. All right, first things first. By the way, folks, visit the website. Good afternoon at 1209. It is one. It's the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Begins and ends with the website, dipetro.com. That has all our links to social media. Uh, you can check it out at, and one of our sponsors is the Coincident, 226 Coincident Avenue, West Warwick. All right, two things. First of all, I want to thank those that came this morning. I recognize it's a Friday. I recognize that, you know, people work and so forth. What I don't like is people, oh, if I had a little more notice, listen, we've been talking for a blanking month. Calm down, one. Then Mark Perkins was going to be in court. If you can't make it, that's fine. If if you have to work, if you don't want to want to go. Some people are afraid of courthouses. They've never been. I did a video. Here's where you could park. Here's the door you go in. And what was one of the comments I saw? I mean, this most of the time, I don't get annoyed. Now, if I mention this person, I, I'm not trying to offend her. But that type of stuff, if, I, if you had known, we've been talking about this since August. If I had known sooner, if you had known sooner. Who said that that really set me off? <laughs> Let me find it. And then we can just move on with the program. Unless they deleted it after I was like, if you knew sooner, I, I can't do any more. We've talked about it. I've posted on it. Now, wish I had seen this earlier. I won't mention who it was. Come on. What? I, I did my part. But again, just to, it's not a long story. Mark Perkins, he was arraigned. Felony assault charges. Charlotte Lester's family was in court. Mark Perkins was in there. It looks like this thing is weighing on him a little bit. He has his attorney. Uh, I think it's John Calcagney, the guy, by all accounts, solid attorney, doing his job. I get it. Uh, but um, but in the court, you know, they read. So it's a felony assault with a, a deadly weapon, which is the lawnmower. Simple assault also against Ladybug, who, by the way, right now, that's another thing. These people, prayers for Lady Ladybug couldn't go today because she is in intensive care in the hospital. I, I recognize, and I want to be really clear, folks. I, I'm not trying to be insulting to people, but I, I have to admit, this whole thing of like the prayers. I mean, what 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 is that? I mean, you, if you really felt bad that Ladybug is in the hospital, you would have been in court this morning to represent her. The fact that this goon, who still won't sit down with the family and answer questions about Charlotte Lester, it just, it doesn't take a lot of effort to just put prayers for Lady. I mean, what is that? Was something just accomplished there that I missed it? That I missed? Jesus, as someone that had 12 years of Catholic education, you know, Christ talked about action, taking action. Not just sitting back and talking in theory. There's plenty of people doing that. But anyhow. Perkins is out on bail. I, I would have been surprised otherwise. But the felony assault charges there. Now, I'll answer a couple of quick questions. Do I think this will go to trial? I do not. I, and seeing him today, talk about not aging well. He, this guy, the last time I saw him was August. As he was threatening to kill and assault myself and Ladybug. He, the, the past few months, I don't know what, whether it's diet or whatever, but he doesn't look good. But also, there is anyone that was there in court. 
our, my friend Ken was there. I mean, he's like the guy has a creepy way about him and the way he was just glaring at certain people. Like, yes, he's odd. But the um, and then they did point out. The judge was saying, you know, Mr. Perkins, you are not to contact John DePietro. You are not to try to make contact with him in any way. And nor should you have any of your friends or family indirectly try to contact Mr. DePietro. And then his attorney said, well, Your Honor, I do want to point out that Mr. DePietro is sitting right here in the courtroom. And then the sheriffs, who were terrific at the Kent County Courthouse, came over and made sure they led him out. Not that, I, you know, I'm not going to cause any, any ruckus in the courthouse or anything, but, but that was this morning. So now if there is another, now if he agrees some kind of, like they plead out, then, then he would have to appear in court in order to do that. I would let, I will still let people know. I will still let people know. And you'll get plenty of advance notice. What, if you can't go, that's fine. I'm very big on... Um, and again, I, I'm not trying to pick on anyone I'm not, but I'm very big on, you know, you, you either can attend or can't attend. I have a pet peeve with people that say, I'm going to try. That's a polite way of saying, I'm not going, but I, I don't want to tell you I'm not going. I actually, one time, you know, I, I said to someone, this is years ago, working with them, but I said, are you, are you going to be going to the, it was a company, it was a company party. And they said, I, I'm going to try to stop by. I'm like, well, you know, because you don't want that, because then if it, if you don't, then you tried and failed. And you don't want to just say, just say, no, I have other plans and I can't go or whatever. It just doesn't work for my schedule, whatever it may be. Um, but that that aside, he is out on bail. Anyone that was there, you just get a certain vibe about him. I'm going to come back. I think the Charlotte Lester situation is and all these people, where's Charlotte? What happened? Missing, you know, Charlotte. Listen, the guy, and no media there, no media there. Channel 10 on Sunday, Sunday morning sunrise, they, Channel 10 back in the fall. And, you know, John DePietro will be in court tomorrow on the trespassing charge. Channel 10 was doing that for every time they had to go to court. I don't watch Channel 10 on the weekend. So I was, wasn't even seen, but people would contact me. And say, hey, good luck tomorrow in court. I'm like, what are you? How do you know that? Oh, I saw it on Channel 10. And then they, the day of, they would put, you know, John, De, radio host John DePietro will be in court tomorrow the, for for a trespassing case that was dismissed. By the way, even then they screwed it up. Charges dropped. No, the case was dismissed. Of course it was. And when you see me out with Cranston PD live, what what do the officers say? Hey, listen, here's what happened. There is a place you can adjudicate that. That's in the courtroom, not here on the street. That's what I did. We took care of it in the courtroom. I, I have a very good relationship with Warwick Police. I, I respect police. I'm going to talk about the Dolan trial and what happened in just a moment. But just hear me out. Here you have missing person case Charlotte Lester. The family, the family and the private investigator have named Mark Perkins as the chief suspect in the case. He had a relationship with her. She was headed there that night. He's the only one that will not sit down with the family and their private investigator. The Warwick police sat on that house 24-7. They had a Warwick police officer there, and that entire property was a crime scene. 
felony assault charges against for what he did to myself and Ladybug. Not one part of the media, Channel 10, Channel 12. You know, you, you, but here's my thing with them. Hey, listen, I get it. I'm out there, right, kicking their behind with different stories. They, they think it's bad now. It's going to get even worse. And I'm really going to start to spike the ball in the end zone. So you, you, nothing, zero coverage. Me going to case court, trespassing, a petty misdemeanor. Right, Mario Hilaro coming up later this morning. Radio host John DePedro will be a. <laughs> they did that three different times. They'd start the coverage on Sunday, and then you know Allison Bologna, and later this morning, repeating our top story, radio host John DePedro will be in court for trespassing charges. Unbelievable. Felony assault on Perkins with a deadly weapon. Nothing. <laughs> Anyhow, what time is it? 1218. Now, I want to tell you about my ride back from the courthouse. And again, thank you to everyone. And, and listen, I, I, if the media had been there or if one person from the media had contacted me, they had no problem reporting arrested for, tra- for ringing a doorbell. Case was dismissed. They had no problem. Channel 10, Channel 12, leading our news tonight, our top story. Case dismissed. No, Well, actually, they did cover that the case was dismissed, actually, so I'll give them that. But anyhow, I'm going to tell you what I stumbled into on the way back from court. But if, if there had been any media there, they had asked me for a statement, not that they did. Here's what I would have told you, told them. This entire case is about the Charlotte Lester case. This entire case, it begins and ends with where is Charlotte, period. That's what it begins and ends with. Where is Charlotte? Whatever happened in that house on May 16th, 29 Staples Avenue, whatever happened, that's where she showed up. Somebody put her truck at Ken Hospital. For some reason, the Warwick police got a search warrant and they were in control of the property for a month, a month longest search warrant crime scene in the history of Rhode Island. A month. Just to put this in context, the Craig Price murders, the police weren't even at that house. They weren't even at that house, Rebecca Spencer or anything, for a month. A month. The Anna Walsh case recently in Massachusetts. I was there on Sunday when they went in. They were gone on Wednesday. A month they were at Perkins' house. But what I would have said was it just begins with the Charlotte Lester case. This entire thing is about getting the answer to what happened to Charlotte Lester. Now, I'm going to tell you about my ride back because it does tie in with the Dolan trial. Folks, again, in Cranston PD Live tonight, again, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Those on Facebook, share that you are watching. Make sure you click the like button. And listen, thank you for the stars. I provide content. People like my content. On uh, the whole thing with Facebook, when you hear, you know, various people on Channel 10, what are they? Hey, um, ESPN, Monday Night Football, when they had the Buffalo Bill player, they kept going on commercials, right? We don't, we don't have that as much when I'm doing a live stream. So people say, hey, I like the content. That's why I'm going to send you stars. That is what... They have um, set up. 
So I'd like to explain that to people. But this portion of the program, folks, is brought to you by Propane Plus. Call Propane Plus today at 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. I am also going to talk the latest now on the Duxbury Mom. So I know that we have a lot of new listeners. Thank you. Welcome. That are listening on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. I'm getting email from them. Uh, boy, I, I love the email from some of our new listeners in Massachusetts. People saying it's so refreshing to hear someone when you're on the radio actually talk about something local that's going on instead of relitigating the 2020 election and talk about Hunter Biden's laptop. I leave that for the Boston bulldozer. And, and some of those other clowns. But anyhow, I'm going to touch on that as well. But first, I'm going to talk about the Dolan trial that I covered was in court. And I'm going to tell you about that. But remember, Propane Plus. Go to their website, propaneplus.com, heating and cooling, residential, commercial. Folks, it's Propane Plus. Call them today, 401-885-4209 or 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. All right, right now, it's 1223. So as... Many of you know, I think, or I'll just explain, um, I think you can tell, and we do have a lot of new people that have discovered the program. We call this the Noon Report, 12 to 1. I had to explain to people, it's the Noon Report, it's on at 12 noon. Um, so we have various programs that we do where we, it's both radio, I mean, this is the only one we do both radio and then the Facebook Live. So, uh, but it's effective, and people like it, and a lot of people, that's how they get there news during the lunchtime and want to find out what's happening and so forth. So if you've been following the show, you you know, and I've talked about it, um, and that is the whole situation with the, the Pawtucket police officer who was off-duty, Officer Daniel Dolan. I, I haven't heard anyone call him a nickname, but Daniel Dolan, and he was off-duty and shot that team. Now, a couple things you'll discover about this program, the John DePietro Show. Number one, as many of you know, I'd like to go on scene. Why? Because you learn by being there. I feel if you're not there, you're basically the same as everyone else. Now, it also depends on your, on your media habits. I like people. And when I'm um, looking for information, I like people in the media that tell me something, that this is just me, that tell me something I don't know. That's why I've always liked the Drudge Report. There are certain reporters. They tell me something I don't know. So I am in the car coming back from court. Friend of mine says, you got to put on the radio right now. I said, I, I, I just got out of court and, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. How did you find? But he said, I, I'm telling you for a laugh, you got to put on the radio right now. So I put it on. I did. I did guilty. I put on and it's the cackle, right? It's grain of hand. And and I know Pat Ford. Pat Ford is a nice guy. I see him out sometimes. I saw him at the door. But I, I'm just going to make this really short. It is, it is Granahan, the cackle, um, trying to talk about the Dolan trial. Like, you, let me just explain. You can't get any more lazy than the, those, those people at my old station. I mean, I like Gene. I'm friendly with Gene. I respect Gene. The rest of them. It, it is the largest collection of no talents that that station has ever seen. And let me be very clear why. 
because <clears throat> once Gene leaves at nine, there, there's it's not I it's not that I disagree with their views, right? Like I don't watch MSNBC because I really don't agree with the people that are on with this this group. Talk about like unplugged no talents, and it it was comical to hear Granahan who she has to actually drive past the courthouse on her way home. Trying to talk about the Dolan trial. And this is like, gee, I don't know. Maybe you could have actually stopped in and, and got something about the trial. It was, I, listen, I, I, I appreciated the laugh, but then I just, I can't waste time like that. And I want to be really clear. It's like Pork Boy. It's not that I disagree, right? Like, it's not, I, I don't even know who's on MSNBC anymore. I mean, it, it used to be Rachel Maddow. I don't know. I don't watch them because I just don't agree with them. But like Nicole, there are people there that have some talent, right? Like I will sometimes flip on Morning Joe. I don't agree with a lot of the guests. But I, I can acknowledge that they're well-read. They know their stuff. That We just happen to, to disagree. But but that crew, those that group of people... The only thing they have is that they, they're allowed behind the microphone of a very powerful state. That is it. Zero. So, but, but, and then I, I just, I can't waste time like that. I just, I can't. There's too many people to talk to. There's too many stories to follow up on. It was comical. I'm going to tell you about the Dolan trial. Since I covered the Dolan trial and I talked to the attorney who represented Daniel Dolan. The off-duty Pawtucket police officer. I was surprised yesterday. I was. <clears throat> when they came back with the not guilty. And I, I've posted about it. And I, I've actually gone after some people trying to say, well, you know, there's the old boy network. It's, it's not that. It's not that. Well, you know, Rhode Island's corrupt. Nope. It's not that. It's not that. I saw um, Dominic the driver. And I saw his father in court each day. And I saw Dominic and his passengers in the courtroom. Um, and, and I could see them upset and saying, you know, they, they, they have a powerful family. It, it wasn't that. And people, how could this happen? I'm going to tell you how it could happen. What it really comes down to, and it's a gamble, but if you really want to know, I was in I was in the courtroom. They do a the evening news does a quick minute 20 tops. What got the not guilty? Officer Dolan did. He took the stand. It's a gamble when they put them on the stand. It is. He took the stand. He was calm. He was measured. He he convinced the jury, Officer Daniel Dolan of Pawtucket, who, by the way, was suspended. I don't see how they fire him. He was found not guilty. How did the jury arrive at a not guilty? They believed him. They believed him. Now, he was in the military. As our legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd, has said, people are hesitant to sometimes convict a police officer. You know, tonight... Sounds like cities around the country are going to go ballistic because of what happened with those police officers in Memphis. All 
offices of color, by the way. It was a gamble. The prosecutor did a very good job. The prosecutor did a very good job. But Dolan won over the jury. He did. They believed him. He said, you know, I I was afraid that if I didn't do something, you know, I saw them speeding and they were going to hurt someone else. Now, that came into play, number one. Number two, now people have asked me, um, well, how come those kids that were going over 100 miles an hour, how come they didn't get a ticket? Here's my question for you. When's the last time when you were on the highway and if you were going whatever speed, 75, 80, do you get a ticket? The answer is never. We don't do it that way. Rhode Island doesn't do it that way. In a school zone, they do that. But we don't give out tickets that way. This trooper has to be right there and then right get you with the radar gun. So even though with the DOT cameras, they can estimate how fast the car was going, as our legal expert attorney Tim Dodd did, that, that would get tossed. So we are not at a point where people, you're not getting a ticket in the mail. Oh, this says I was going 90 on 295 the other day. That doesn't happen. So therefore, they're not going to go and say, hey, these kids were going over 100 miles an hour. Here's a speeding ticket. We don't operate that way. I don't know if we would operate that way, but we don't operate that way. It is true his truck was not only unregistered, he'd actually like switched it from another vehicle. He did have an open container. He had a six-pack there. He was off duty. The prosecutor, I thought, did a very good job. The prosecutor for Attorney General Peter Narona's Narona's office did a very good job in explaining he had no authority. He had no authority. He had uh, no jurisdiction there. He was off duty. He had no business approaching them. Nothing. Zero. He didn't hold any power in there, even though he had the badge out. That doesn't mean anything. You're off duty and this isn't even Pawtucket. But the things that come into play that I could, I did hear it. I was in the car. I heard it. I heard the cackle yelling at Pat Ford. Well, why was it not guilty? (laughs) It's pathetic. You're pathetic. Who would listen to that? I mean, I had to turn it off because it's ridiculous. But I'll tell you what happened. He took the stand. Yes, sir. No, sir. He was calm. They didn't rattle him. He didn't seem rattled. He was not rattled on the stand. Number two, Michael Colucci's attorney. He was very good. Michael Colucci also pointed out a couple things. Now, they were speeding, number one. Number two, now, the young man who was shot, I've I've met his family. They're very nice people. I've met the dad. I'd see him there. Um, He's a good personal attorney. I thought maybe a little arrogant on the stand. This was a situation, a lot of people won't say this, but it were three white teens and it was a white officer. What would have happened in this trial if they had been three teens of color and it had been a white officer? It would have been a completely different uh, trial. There are three young young teens, 16, 17. Dominic, the driver, was 17 at the time. I was there that night after the shooting. And you could tell, 
I could tell something was up because of the amount of police that were there. And then when I saw a representative from the attorney general's office show up on the scene, I thought, all right, well, this 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 must be a homicide because the only time I see them is if it's a homicide. But they also show up if it's an officer shooting. So that's why they were there. The 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 young man who a uh, Dominic who, who who was shot. He was confrontational with the defense attorney, Michael Colucci, who you don't want to. As a result of him being somewhat, he would say, sparring, he was on the stand longer than he probably should have been. So that was number one. Was he arrogant? I won't say they're punks, but, you know, you get these kids and they're, they're driving an Audi and they clock them going Supposedly, 108, I think at one point, the young man didn't correct. Colucci said it got as high as 126. I was surprised the driver said yes, because it's my understanding, it's actually impossible to pinpoint how fast they were going. They have an approximate how. I was just surprised the young man didn't say, you know, I don't know. I was, okay, so we might have been traveling fast, but I had the radio on. We were in a hurry to go get the pizza. The NBA game was coming on, but he did say that. But here's what also stood out to me. So if you're listening right now or watching, and this is the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM, why was Dolan found not guilty? Well, one of the young men that testified, and I have it in my notes, he said, um... Hold on. Which one was it? Average speed of Dolan was 77. They said the boy's speed was right around 108. I still think they should have said, you know, um, you know, I don't know how fast it was. But he did agree on the stand. Like, okay, I was going that fast. Who was the um, one of the teens in the car had said that the driver was trying to get Dolan off the car. So to me, and Colucci got him to say that, to me, what he was basically saying was as Dolan kept approaching by moving the car forward, it it made him back up. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. Folks, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. And all you do is if you log on at depetro.com, no eyes, and then on the left-hand side, you'll see click on listen live. And you do that, and then you just press the play button. And we have people that listen to that and are able to listen wherever they are. Some people go, you know, south for the wintertime, or maybe they go skiing out west or different places and wherever. People listen from all over. Maybe you just listen somewhere or you live somewhere and you're just not able to pick up either the 99.9 FM or the AM 1380. It's always an option to go to the website. Now, on the website, by the way, on the right-hand side, you'll see there is the link for my Facebook page. There is the link for the Twitter feed. Blue check mark, by the way. There is the link for Instagram. And there's also the link for our YouTube channel. So never shortage of ways. Uh, if you Google me, it should come up always to Petro.com. By the way, we also then have 
exclusive stories that you can't see anywhere else, and it's a happening. Now, if you need to get in touch with me, you'll also see on the website, if you scroll down a little bit, it says they call it the dashboard. So you have Meet John DePietro, that's me, hello, where you can uh, learn a little bit more about the program. You have radio show. Now, this is wildly important. If you ever miss a show, maybe you heard about a segment we did, an interview we did, you click on radio show. Everything is right there, almost as we say, like in library fashion. Now, we also have the shop. There's merchandise you can shop. And then advertise. What does that mean? If you would like to advertise on the show, support the show, advertise on the show, reach like-minded people, just click on that. Boom, someone will be back to you within 24 hours. And then if you want to get in touch with me, you can always click on contact. I want, we also have, by the way, folks, you can um, listen. We have so many listeners in Massachusetts, obviously a lot in Rhode Island. But many in Massachusetts, some of you in Mass may remember, I was on the air in Boston for several years, a little while ago. And then also uh, in Connecticut, we have a number of listeners. So people ask, maybe you're a new listener, we have a lot of new listeners. What makes this show different? That's a good question. Well, number one, it's consistent. Always here. Don't take a lot of time off. Some hosts, they seem to be off more than they're on. Not one. I am always here, as they call them. The nickname listeners have given me is the chosen one. But on top of that, I think the biggest thing you should know is we like to use a little humor. Humor is always good. And also, I like to go to things. So maybe you're just a new listener and you're trying to see. It's all a matter of how you get your news and the person presenting you the news. Are they giving it first person or are they just relying on another source? Now, as many of you know, And when I mention other talk hosts, I'm not talking about talk hosts on this particular station. Talking about some of the other hosts. We're basically, you know, you watch a story on Channel 10 and they watch a story on Channel 10. And they're not telling you anything that you didn't see. Where this program is different for many of the listeners and a lot of the newer listeners, people that listen for a while recognize, you know, I attend the governor's COVID briefing every week. Why? Because it's a chance to interact. You find out other things you don't know by being there. When there's a big court case, I am in the courtroom and talking with either the defendant or the prosecutors or the defense attorney. And then also sometimes, you know, other members of the media. Why? Because, you know, it's a completely different world when you're actually inside the courtroom as opposed to you're just getting the same news as everyone outside. And on top of that, as many of you know, I like to go when there's breaking news. I like when to go when there's events. I have obviously covered many of the protests that have happened. And so, folks, and I all do that because, you know, I am um, I'm obviously a fan of the format, but I like to I look for people that can tell me something that I don't know. That's what it really comes down to. I look for sources of information for people to tell me something I don't know. And I have found my experience now is the people that normally can tell you something you don't know normally now, traditionally, they're people that are at the event. You know, I've been inside a courtroom where the television stations, because they have to go do a stand up for the five o'clock news or the 12 o'clock news, whatever it is, and they miss key parts of the testimony. You know, that's just an example. And obviously things have changed with COVID and a lot of times being there and interacting with the newsmakers. So it's all part of it. I think you'll like it. Thank you for listening. And again, it always begins. If you want to reach me, learn more about the program, get a hold of me, whatever it is. We have a very efficient, functioning website and then links to all the social media that you can uh, get a hold of me. But, folks, it's a growing format. Talk radio, it's and it's nonstop right now. I mean, look at all the news that is going on, whether it's at home, big local story, 
or maybe it's in Washington, doesn't matter, whatever is dominating. But but talk radio right now is as strong, if not stronger than it's ever been. And it gets bigger and, and larger. And we're there. Where and was I in the middle of my rant? There. Folks, I apologize. See how the technical aspect of the program, things can happen. Things can happen. Those of you that have followed this program for a long time should be very impressed at the mature nature of which I have developed. <laughs> there was a period of time that would have put me over the edge, not longer. So just to finish up my point here before we um, move along, because uh, I do want to talk about the situation and I am even quoted in the Daily Mail, which is international. So I'm getting, um, uh, I'm getting email and messages from people that are following the case because I was written up in the Daily Mail about the whole situation in Duxbury with the mother. So I am going to pivot into that. But again, I and sometimes when when we're doing something like this, I can't. See all the comments that are being posted. But here's, here's the part that I, I really want to stress because it's an important one. So this is not, I'll tell you what it's not. This, and I'm the first one. I'm the first one. Is this a matter? Do I think the Dolan not guilty? Do I think it's an example of, um, you know, Rhode Island corruption? I don't. I don't. There, there are cases that, I, and, and you have to, when you're in the courtroom, a lot of times it's, it's a gamble. That's why we have on, and I'm very happy with, that we have on our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd, each week. All right, it's 1245. Um, it's a gamble putting them on the stand, but it could also be a gamble not to put them on the stand. And a good example is during the Plunderdome trial, rest in peace, former mayor, Buddy Cianci, he wanted to take the stand. Now, he didn't take the stand. And then as he was found guilty, one count, one count, RICO conspiracy, one count. And then he couldn't even get a retrial. But... He then had to live with the fact he was convinced that if he could have gotten up on the stand, he would have gotten a non, uh, a no guilt, um, not guilty. But he didn't take the stand. Now, there were reasons for that. I believe that they were, it's my understanding, they were fearful that they would be able to go into some of his past legal problems. And I'm not going to get into it too much. Um, I'm very glad that I made peace with the mayor while he was still alive. Um, but he was fearful of that. And as a result of that, he didn't take the stand. How would he have feared on the stand? I he, I don't know. He was pretty quick with the one-liners. So now this is the second situation. You also had Officer John Lugo took the stand. I don't hear anyone mentioning that. Now, that was a bench trial. You have some very good criminal defense attorneys that are representing these officers. You had Dan Griffin, 
represented Officer Lugo. By the way, Dan Griffin was in court. I talked with him in court. He was in court for the Dolan trial. Uh, in this particular case, Michael Colucci is one of those attorneys. Michael Colucci is, is not a bad guy. Michael Colucci is a very skilled attorney. Michael Colucci, as we talked about, had a very tough case. But for anyone that's wondering why did they find Officer Daniel Dolan? That was the other thing, the cackle. I haven't heard anyone. You're calling someone you don't know by a nickname. But I believe what it came down to. He looked at the jurors and said, I was afraid if I didn't do anything that they were going to hurt somebody. And they believed him. Period. And he didn't lose his cool. He didn't lose his demeanor. He certainly didn't come across on the stand as someone that's to be feared. His element of, let me just, again, I want to make sure I don't leave anything out. You know, he, he was very effective with the no, sir. And, and even the prosecutor was saying, so you expect this jury to believe you were trying to protect those, those teens. Yes, sir. And, and you're not saying you weren't trying to teach them a lesson. No, sir. So he came across as trying to prevent an accident. He did have an open container of a six-pack in his car. Once he moved it to the back, he said in court, he moved that because he didn't want it to spill and said, as a police officer, I knew they would fully search my vehicle. So, but he did not get cited for having the open vehicle. Um, I, I felt the prosecutor did a very good job. Dolan, he looks like someone who's a soldier. He also looks like a cop. He does. And I don't mean that in a bad way. If I didn't know about the incident with him shooting the teen and you meet him, Officer Dolan now, Officer Daniel Dolan of Pawtucket, and you meet him and he's got military experience and he did a tour of duty in Afghanistan and Iraq. And now he's a Pawtucket police officer. And his demeanor, if you didn't know about the teen situation, you would, I think you would say, that is the type of person you want on the street as a police officer. That I think that. So I have heard, by the way, that people that have known him for a long time, know that he has an anger management problem. I I know of someone who, I won't get into exactly who, but I know someone that deals with him in Pawtucket. And they say he was known as a hothead. He was. He was known as a hothead. Uh, to other officers, no one would want to have to go through what he just went through. No one would have to go through. I also think, as we've talked with our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd, who I think I'm going to have on next hour, but part of me, I think, you know, you have a suburban um, jury. You had uh, an all-white jury. You had mostly women. But I, I don't know about the makeup of it, but it's possible they regarded him as... We don't want to see this guy's life ruined. He didn't kill anybody. He shot that kid. 
Kids were driving over 100 miles an hour. They were in the father's Audi. Seem, I, I'm not going to say. I was When I was there, he didn't, he's, they're not punks. They're nice kids. But they seemed, could have been nerves, could have been nerves, seemed a little too confident on the stand. Seemed a little too confident. And I think the jurors found Dolan, obviously, very credible. They found his attorney very credible. They may have found the three teens in the car. Here's a group of young kids, and they're going over 100 miles an hour. And this guy is trying to just tell them, hey, you better slow down. And they drive the car at him. And so, all right, he shot him, but the kid's not dead. He's sitting there on the witness stand, and he looks fine. I, that, that, I'm, I'm not saying that's the right verdict, by the way. Was Dolan in the right to shoot them? Absolutely not. No, no, can't do that. Were they a threat? They didn't even have a weapon. No. What do they say about police? Just be a good, be a good witness. He could have taken down the plate. It's true. He said, I figured by the time I'd call in anybody, they'd be gone. And that's probably right. Uh, As soon as, if he pulled in and looked at them, he'd realize, all right, there's no criminal activity here. There's no criminal activity. It's a couple of teens. Recently, when we were out, one on the scene after dark, when I, we saw those kids that were riding around. I think they're from West Warwick, and they had an airsoft gun, and they shot somebody on Main Street East Greenwich. And then they police finally caught up to them in the parking lot at the Walgreens in Appenog. When you finally saw who was behind the wheel, you know, it's, it's unfortunately what you'd expect. I'm not condoning it, but not when you look at some of the other people who've been arrested recently, it's a big difference. When you looked at the, the two guys that were found guilty of, or convict, charged with shooting and killing Maya Brophy Bayerman, they look dangerous. They are dangerous. They've done time. They have arrest records. Dangerous individuals, without question. When you looked at some of the Black Island ferry fighters, the Tats, members of Bucket West, been in and out of the joint, they're, they're dangerous, obsessed with guns. One of the passengers was 16 in the back seat. Maybe in the front seat. I'm not sure. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Friday, and it's brought by Matthews Oil Company. Call them today, 401-942-7500. 401-942-7500. Trusted oil delivery, Matthews Oil Company. 24 emergency service. They will fill your tank. Heating oil. Also, If you're on a budget, they have various payment plans available. Matthews Oil Company, 401-942-7500, 401-942-7500 for Matthews Oil Company. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, and it's brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say, when your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. He will repair your appliance, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair, washer, dryer, 
dishwasher, stove, oven, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Well, right now it's 1255. Folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, again, just a reminder, Cranston PD Live, the next episode comes your way tonight, 8 o'clock, Friday night. All right, I want to just make sure the Jack Fay uh, decision has not come down. Okay, nope. And how about those dirt bags in New Hampshire? New Hampshire couple pleads not guilty endangering welfare of five children found by Manchester police living in filth. They are so dirty looking. Get those kids out of there. Oh, court releases police video of hammer attack against Nancy Pelosi's husband. All right. I will look at that during the one o'clock news. I will look at that during the one o'clock news. And then tonight at seven o'clock. All right. I still don't see a decision here. Judge in the bench trial of Michael Soares is expected to release his decision in the murder case, Jack Fay, Warwick City Park, 2013. He pled not guilty by reason of insanity. Next hour, I have a lot of exclusive info on the mother in Duxbury with the little infant that is hanging on. Let me just, I do want to follow that Fay case, and it is a bench trial. All right, still no decision on that as I check the oh all right wait till um I'll send you that in the one Cranston PD live tonight uh I'm going to be doing quite a bit over the weekend on the situation in Duxbury I did not attend the vigil last night it I feel terrible for the first responders and more of what we're hearing of what they walked into in that house it is it is unimaginable All right, so no one's, Judge Matos. Okay, so he, he, the judge, Lou Matos, who's the Superior Court judge, he was my classmate at St. Paul's School. He was straight as an arrow there. He was the judge with the Dolan case yesterday. Lou, listen, Judge Matos, he runs tight courtroom. He is very fair. I'm not going to have people just throwing out nonsense. Some people were putting up on the Facebook page, follow the money. Judge, The judge didn't get anything. I can't stand that. You don't know what you're talking about. I was in the court. I was in the trial. I talked to Michael Colucci yesterday. I That was an unbelievable case he pulled off. But he had a defendant who was capable of defending himself on the stand. It came down to that. Now, that said, at 1259, keep in mind about police. As our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd said, um, people are hesitant to convict police. I don't think that's a bad thing, by the way. Also, police many times are, uh, police are called to testify in court. So they're, they're normally a little cooler and better on the witness stand than just a regular, um, you know, citizen, so to speak, or civilian. All right, here's what we're going to do. It's 1259. 
We have a big power hour coming up next time. Don't forget, Cranston PD Live coming up tonight, 8 o'clock. I'm out with the Cranston Police. Next hour, radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Right now, let's break and get a news update. The 1 o'clock news, the power hour is next. WNRI, Winsocket, W260DC. WNRI.